Let's open the Word of God this morning to Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. I greet you in the name, the glorious name, of our risen, reigning, ruling, and returning Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Acts chapter 10, there's only 260 chapters in the New Testament Scriptures. An entire chapter is given to this Italian named Cornelius, who was a centurion in the Roman army, stationed in Caesarea. He was an elect, justified, born-again child of God before he ever met Peter. The Bible tells us that he feared God with all his house and prayed to God always and gave alms to the people. The Bible tells us that God accepted his prayers, God accepted his alms, and sent an angel to tell him what he ought to do. That proves he was a born-again man. Peter recognized it and confessed it when he met him. But the Lord had to deal with Peter to prepare him to go and spend some time at a Gentile's house. And the Lord had to send an angel to Cornelius to tell him to go and find Peter in Joppa. In the 10th chapter, the majority of it is about those lessons and the sending to one another, and they finally meet. Now, Cornelius was this kind of a man. In verse 28, I don't want verse 28, I want verse 24, excuse me. The the morrow after, they entered into Caesarea. That's Peter and company have come to meet Cornelius. Now look at what Cornelius has done. And Cornelius waited for them and had called together his kinsmen and near friends. This man feared God with all his house, so he had brought his relatives and he had brought his close friends to be able to hear what God had to give him from Simon Peter. Cornelius later, a few verses later, in verse 33, explains his attitude about the meeting. And this is the attitude that we all ought to have today. And if you don't have this attitude, you are in serious trouble before the God of heaven. Acts 10.33 Immediately, therefore, I sent to thee. These are the words of Cornelius, that when the angel told him, to send to Joppa to get Simon Peter, who would be able to tell him what he needed to do, he said immediately, Therefore I sent to thee, and thou hast well done that thou art come. He is thankful for Peter being so responsive. Now, therefore, are we all here present before God to hear all things that are commanded thee of God. And that should be our attitude. We are all assembled here today before Almighty God to hear whatever He has to say to us from His Word. Don't let there be one in our midst that doesn't have the spirit of Cornelius. And to immediately want to be in the house of the Lord, immediately want to hear the message from God's Word as to what the Lord wanted from His life. We can confess the fact of our spiritual slothfulness if we haven't prepared with this same attitude, and the Lord will forgive us. What a wonderful chapter. We've we've delighted in Acts 10 for other reasons at times. But when we go in here, let's see this attitude that is in that 33rd verse. Let's see the evangelistic efforts within his own family and friends in that 24th verse. And let's see the similarity of this preaching service to that in Nehemiah chapter 8 when the nation of Israel got together with such great expectation and zeal for the preaching that day. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank Thee 
Lord of heaven and earth, that after the day of Pentecost, you did not limit your grace to the Israelites, to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, but you expanded the horizons of the preaching of the gospel into all the world, and you had one of your elect, regenerated children of God in Caesarea named Cornelius. We are thankful that we know him by name. We are thankful that you give us the details of his life before and after hearing the preaching of the gospel from the mouth of Peter. We are thankful for his example, Heavenly Father, of immediately making preparations to hear the word of God from your servant Peter. And we are thankful that he showed such zeal toward others that he had influence with and over. And we are thankful, Heavenly Father, that he was gathered together. He believed it was in your sight and it was to hear whatever you wanted from his life. And we believe that this day. Father in heaven, forgive us for any spiritual slothfulness in the days leading up to today. This is the most important event of the week without comparison. And we thank Thee that Thou hast called us out of this world, elected us, justified us, and regenerated us so that we would want to be here. And we pray, Father, that with that grace bestowed upon us, that You would forgive us where we have squandered it this past week. Have mercy, O Lord, and forgive us. And stir us up now by the power of Your Holy Spirit that we will be attentive unto those things that are spoken out of Your Word. O Lord, help us to rightly divide the Word of truth that there will not be a sentence of error in this house today. Lord, guide us and keep us by Your mighty Spirit and by the constraints of Your written revelation that we will not stray into any man-made opinions or ideas, but will mock and destroy them all with the hammer and fire of Your Word. We are thankful that You have inspired and preserved Holy Scripture to us. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every Word of God. Every Word of God is pure. Thy Word is truth. All Scripture is given by inspiration and is profitable. We are thankful... Heavenly Father, to know things that the rest of the world does not know. We are thankful for the mystery of the gospel, the hidden wisdom that you have shared with your children of things unseen by the world that they cannot know that we fully understand and we wait for. O Lord, we look for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Prepare us this day that we will be more convicted than ever before to right those things that are wrong in our lives, to repent of any foolishness or wickedness, that we might meet you confidently and not be ashamed before you at your coming. We thank you for the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and for the blood redemption that we have in Him. We thank Thee for Thy precious Son, whom You sent to die for us, that we might be the sons of God. We bless Thee and praise Thee, Holy Father. Forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Purify unto Yourself this day, by the power of the Holy Spirit, a sanctified and holy people ready to receive Your Word. O Lord, prepare each of our hearts and minds that will come to your table in a few hours 
to observe the communion of the Lord's body and His blood. We are thankful to be in the house of the Lord on the Lord's day with the Lord's people and to have the Lord's word. You have not left us desolate in the earth. You have not left us ignorant. You have sent us your word. And we're thankful for all that it declares to us. Heavenly Father, what we ask for ourselves here, we ask for every assembly of saints throughout the world and those scattered sheep that have no assembly. We pray for their pastors and we pray for whatever means they have at their disposal that you will bless them by the Holy Spirit to be stirred up this day that sinners might be converted and that saints might be comforted and convicted. Help, O Lord, by speaking the word that your word might have free course and be glorified in the earth today. We thank thee for our nation. It is a blessed nation. You have been very merciful and favorable toward this land for a long time. We thank Thee for the peace, for the protection, for the prosperity, and for the pampered lives that we lead. But, O Lord, do not let that prosperity steal our hearts away from the kingdom of heaven and Your righteousness. Stir us up, Heavenly Father, that we would not kick in our fatness like Jeshurun kicked against Thee in the Old Testament. Father, we pray for our rulers. Our nation is imploding upon itself in moral degeneration, and our rulers support it. And our rulers adjudicate in favor of it. Oh Lord, they know not what they do. They're foolish, and we pray that you would have mercy upon them. Heavenly Father, open their eyes that they might see, turn their hearts Oh Lord, by whatever means you have, the King's heart is in your hand and you turn it whithersoever you will. Lord, let there be legislation and let there be protection from the executive office that would protect your people and favor them that they might continue to worship thee without any fear of reprisal in this nation. Lord, the enemies rise up around us and they're being protected by the highest offices of our land, we pray that you would look upon our case and have mercy. Put a hedge about us and deliver us from those that hate us that we might continue to preach the Word of God boldly and plainly without compromise. Save us, Heavenly Father. We, th- we thank you for America. We thank you for the means that you ordained to bring about this situation for us that in many respects is the best that has ever existed on this planet. We thank Thee. And we offer up our thanks for all those in authority from the lowest offices of our county, Heavenly Father, to the Commander-in-Chief of our nation. We thank Thee and pray for them and supplicate on their behalf this day and intercede to Thee for them, for we know that most of them will not call upon Thee this day. Heavenly Father, for the Holy Spirit, purchased by the Lord Jesus Christ and dispensed at Pentecost for the first time to abide with us forever and be Your presence with us, we thank Thee. And we ask for a measure of that Spirit this day to stir up our affections and to direct our attention toward the truth of the Gospel and, O Lord, to arrest us and lift us up in the Spirit.
and to move us as He moved Samson at times. O Lord, that we might be great in Your sight, not for any praise of ourselves, but all the glory going to the Lord Jesus Christ, for whom we thank Thee most of all, our living Savior, who is alive forevermore and coming soon for us. We thank Thee for Him. Show Him to us more clearly today. Glorify Him through us. Glorify Him to us. And we'll thank You in Jesus' name. Amen.